0: Hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits here at the Recycle Garage in sunny Santa Rosa, California, ain't it? Hey everyone. Oh yeah. This is Liza. We're starting out, we're starting out lean, and then we're gonna be building up from there. Uh, with me in the uh, Zoom meeting. It's Bagel.
1: And just because I like to stir up controversy, let's make Harley metric again.
2: <laughs>
0: hey Bagel, do me a favor. Your mic is kind of I blown, like that one. your mic is kind of out. Are you able to pull it away a oh, little bit?
1: I can pull it away a little. Is that better? Yeah. How's that sound? All Thank right.
0: You. Uh, sporting his Rona hair as M.I. It's knock.
3: Sup? <laughs> Dude, I don't know if you're aware of the,
0: the visual, man. You got the fan on. It's blowing that I hair. Know.
1: <laughs> Dexy, <laughs> exactly, son. man. That's exactly. You know what. It's like flash dance.
3: <laughs> it's an elaborate studio to make you think that I am a poor man living in a single apartment. <laughs> Live in a
0: mansion. <laughs> nice and and you're succeeding. Uh, feeling the pain with me. It's naked gym.
4: Peace, loving soul, baby, and ride dirt. Damn. I'm feeling no pain when the dirt hits you. You feel no pain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, it oh, was. Yeah,
1: a- I find that remarkably the <clears throat> opposite of that. <laughs> no, no, that's when you hit the dirt. That's when you feel the pain. Yeah,
3: that's when you wheelie really knock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never the wheelie it's always the the
4: landing
0: and yeah, uh, we got emma coming and a super secret special guest coming and i don't know where mike is very exciting um but i thought we'd share so jim and i just got back from our uh weekend training with jocelyn snow we mentioned we were going to do it i was a bit scared i thought i was going to get killed um <laughs> turns out i'm i'm, I'm a survivor as is Jim. Uh, so we went over to her house, and in her uh, backyard, she's got set up a, her own training facility where uh, I think she has trained some of the GS Trophy competitors, you know, helped them out. It's like a friend's thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's an amazing setup. Um, so I thought we'd share, like, some of the the challenges that we did and or didn't <laughs> succeed at. <laughs> Though, Jim, you... Succeeded at everything, didn't you? Well, no. Yeah, except directions. Almost everything.
4: Except directions, yeah.
0: You got five feet. That uh, yeah, was super fun. You got five feet further than I did on the last obstacle.
4: Yes, I did. I did get five feet. Um, yeah.
0: So it was really cool. And um, uh, she had her friend uh, Jarrett there. Jarrett was on the show when Jocelyn was on a few weeks ago. And so he came up. He is a handsome man. I'll say I got a little man crush going, uh, who can ride the bejesus out of that bike. And he's only been riding bikes for a year and a half. Let's put it this way. Everything that they set us up to do that we were or weren't successful in, he did a demo doing it, not just riding side saddle, but riding with both legs on one side with his right foot on the left peg and his left foot hanging out.
3: Is that the uh, the Terror What's her name? Version backwards <laughs> with <to>
4: heels on. <laughs> the Ginger it's Rogers true. version. Yeah, yeah something like that, that. say what backwards with heal.
0: So Jim, yeah. um, let's <laughs> let's talk about some of the challenges that we did because the first thing that she did was just gave us a lot of like tutorials a lot of like classroom just explaining
4: things um yeah you know i i liked it because we've been bugging her forever like trying yeah. to you know hey can you this this that, and this. so you know it's like her own little little setup where she trains at so you know she was gracious enough to let us let us you know play around in there and, uh, and it was great because it was nice to have someone teach you in a linear this is what i got out of anyway a linear fashion like start here you know things like grip you know things like it's like wow and it really built in a progression. So. It was a really fun way to learn. It seemed really slow, but that was fine. Like I had told her, I like the slow because you build confidence. Um, but I'm trying to. Do you describe some of the obstacles? In well, I'll
0: start with. Okay. Um, yeah. You, so
3: like, it, it goes increasing difficulty, or is it just different kinds of kind of uh, activities, and then you just um, stack them apart? It's just yeah, it's just or,
0: learning or, different skills that all come together so, to help you on these obstacles. Yeah, start
4: yeah, here here's the the alpha to the zeta is that what it is or whatever um is you start with just sitting on the bike both hands on the handlebars and just using the clutch to ride the bike mm-hmm. or, the end, or not a end, clutch or not a clutch yeah <clears throat> um so you just clutch control sitting both feet down. at the end you're riding over cars so it's a progression mm-hmm. from clutch control to everything that would call to ride two cars end to end.
0: Yeah. So, so like you know,
4: build, and it's about, it's like what, a at least a dozen exercises to build to that point.
0: Yeah. Like riding, standing up one hand and just learning how to control the bike just with the balance. And you're just barely touching. Well, for me, the throttle for them, the clutch. Um, so a lot of it is balance, but it's, it's technique. It's, it's strictly technique. You have it's, to remember, she's a,
4: getting off the center of the bike. She's a, sitting, getting off yeah. center.
0: She's a certified oh. BMW uh, trainer.
4: It, it, it sounds like a big bike stunt school.
0: Let me tell you where it started to get fucked up. It is. <laughs> Let me tell you that. <laughs> Let me tell you that. She's like. She the good part. She's very good at building up your confidence. She did this thing where she took a tire and she set it on the ground. And we were about 10 feet away from the tire, maybe eight feet. She says, visualize a tire. And this is teaching you. You don't look at the obstacle in the road. You're looking up she says v- look at it now close your eyes walk up to it step in the middle and walk out because if you're this is what you should be doing on a bike you take a picture of something then you look up to where you're going to be going not what's in front of you so we're doing that we're getting pretty confident jim and i are like let's step it up let's move it back to 15 feet like we're just you know like you know having, yeah, yeah, fun, having right?
4: fun right Having fun, right?
0: um and then okay now you've learned to visualize." Now we're going to put blindfolds and let you ride.
4: <laughs> oh, that's... that's Blacked-out nice. goggles. Blacked-out yeah. goggles. Blacked-out goggles.
0: The
1: it was. <laughs> Use the force.
0: Ride across a field. If you hear an air horn... You might be, you might about be about to hit some. <clears throat> and you nice. have to visualize a chalk circle on the other side of the field, like I don't know, fifty yards away, maybe.
4: But this is like a like a mowed down Salinas hay field yeah. with gophers and shit. It's and not smooth and, no, It's no, like no. it gets uh, sandy. Anyway, right? Yeah, and it was about fifty yards away. So the idea was to ride about fifty yards blindfolded and try to end up in the circle. It was, <laughs> I mean, it taught a lot of different things. I, mo- well, yeah, neither one of us got close. So, Every time you think you got kind of close, you're like, you Jim, fucking Jim made fuck.
0: it about 25 yards off, off line to the left before he just fell over.
4: Now, I'm like, I went about five feet and fell over.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to do this, <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to do it because that was my agreement to myself, just going to try all the things and trust. I probably went about 10 feet, <coughs> fall over. <laughs> like, God damn it. I both, I I tried it twice. I fell over both times. The first time I almost fell. I caught it. I tried to guess where the circle was. I took off riding again and mm-hmm. <laughs> stacked. It's like okay.
4: Well, then I totally want to do this building, now. <laughs> yeah. Well, what 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 she builds on? Because then there's all this crazy like obstacle shit, like over, and then they have names like Gravedigger. and yeah. you know it's, it's a tractor tire <laughs> fucking sticking out of the ground, and then there's Well, well, but, but it's, but the whole thing is it's building confidence in that all this stuff, it's just illusions, you know, it's just illusions, it's distractions to keep from you, keep your head up and balance, you know, and it was just, but it was confidence building as much as skill, really, I think it was more confidence building, honestly.
0: Yeah, and uh, so some of the skills that we've done here on the mini bikes that I thought was really cool. There's a thing called the coffee grinder that we have set up here. And it's a, a long pole, um, maybe like 10 feet long is, is how long ours is, anchored at one end on a pivot and the other end in a cradle. And you have to ride up to it. And for people with clutch bikes, with your throttle hand, so you're just using clutch control, standing, you pick it up oh. off the cradle and you complete a circle and put it back into the cradle. For me, it was just with my throttle which was a little bit harder sometimes because i with the clutch you can smooth it out my throttle it's just like eh, 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 you know
3: so are you finding the limitations of your throttle response on your bike where they're like that you could have booked, oh, uh-
0: definitely throughout the weekend discovered the pros and cons of the dct and mm-hmm. i would say overall there were more Pros for somebody riding at my skill level than cons. I just
4: don't know why I'm not seeing you wheelie it more, Liza. <laughs> they were wheeling it. I
0: know. <laughs>
1: I know. You haven't found the right uh, button combination for that yet?
0: Hello. <laughs> Aloha. Hey. Miss Emily. Oh, hello. We're just giving a quick report on our training uh, with Jocelyn. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, hey, there so- was... Uh, there was a thing, too, where you have to, um, there were a bunch of, uh, and these are things, the reason we're sharing this, these are things that anyone can do. You could set it up in a parking lot or anywhere like we've done. Uh, traffic cones lined up about six feet apart and with a tennis ball on every other one, and you had to go, and as you're riding by, pick the tennis ball up, drop it on the next cone, then pick up the next tennis ball, drop it on the next cone. That's something we've tried here, and that takes a lot of control um a slow riding control balance and um, so that was something that anyone can do and it was just it was it was fun
4: well jocelyn has these youtube videos and you mm-hmm. know and there's tons of stuff you can do in your driveway um actually but i'm curious Liza, so which which one did you think you kind of uh which one did you like the most which what part well, did
0: you i rocked the barrel the barrel right, so the is one, it's rope. a it's a barrel full of like concrete, right? And it's got a rope that's about 20 feet long. And you ride up and you grab the end of the rope that someone's holding. And then you start wrapping it around the barrel. So your circumference is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So it's
4: all clutch control. Nice.
0: So I got it um, down uh, to about, it's like six feet of rope. So pretty tight.
4: Um, which one sucked the most for you? Which ones you take? Uh,
0: well, the ones I didn't do—the <laughs> sand <laughs> yeah. and the gravel, the one that Jim uh, rolled out of like an alligator and a death roll.
3: So like everybody <laughs> just dropped their bikes, right? That's just the first thing oh, yeah. that happens. Yeah, like, you oh,
4: drop your bike. That's the first everybody, thing that does them. happen. You gotta like get everybody. used to
0: that.
3: Um, okay, so now aside from dropping the bike, was picking it up was that mostly the pain in the ass part, or like by the end of the day you're like, I got this, I figured it oh, out. No, we all just,
0: just jumped in and helped
4: okay but we learned but like liza and i we had to we're trying to learn how we help if it's just her and i how we pick up a bike so we got lots of like tips and techniques on different ways
0: especially Mm. how to
4: not fuck your back up. like how to you know keep well it's funny to keep your eyes up and stuff like that but a lot of the stuff we did um yeah so you were driving over tires through sand and when you say sand she actually excavated out so the sand is like, I don't know, five, six feet deep. Or <laughs> yeah, it's bullshit. There's no bottom to it. <laughs> it's bullshit. Uh, but that, you know, <laughs> so the sand was really cool. I I thought that was that was good. I was really proud of Liza. You have to ride the length of a telephone pole. Long way uh, It's, it's like longer.
0: 20 feet.
4: Fucking long, I'll tell you that. 20 feet and, long. And um, I, I really enjoyed Liza because you... Get, like add it and add it and it took about five times and eventually you rode the whole incident.
0: yeah so almost all of these um techniques you're learning are standing up and i tried everything standing up but then because of my knees i get to a point where like i can't do that anymore i can't do the up and down so i'm gonna go over here and practice and learn how to do find my own technique like yeah, on that barrel yeah. wrap i was sitting down with hanging off the side of the bike, leaning the bike with my inside leg in the air as a counterbalance.
4: <laughs> you're like I refuse. You know, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's what you do though. But it's yeah. it's cool. I mean, I keep going. But one of the what all of it really was teaching you was to keep your eyes up. Like even just riding on a plank on the ground, how you think it's hard until you pick your eyes up, and it's you're you're doing it no problem. So it was all teaching you to keep your eyes up um, and be confident. That was really like like so much of there's tons of techniques and tricks, and all these little things but so much of it was just like keeping your eyes up and being confident it was it was really but the way she works you up from literally this clutch control to riding on a plank on the ground like we did I kept doing that just to practice. yeah and the next <clears> thing you know you're doing these not you know, there's one massive teeter totter then there's a thin teeter totter. That actually is long, so it bows. When you get it, <laughs> the bike bows the fucking thing, and then it comes up over the teeter-totter. But but there's been this really slow natural progression of basically riding on skinny things with your eyes up, and then you go to the next thing, and it's just easier. It's, it's amazing how capable the bike's are. It just never so seems to escape.
5: I have a question for you, Jim. Do you think that you were at the disadvantage with manual transmission?
0: I'm going to say... You
4: know, I'm not sure how to answer that. To be
0: no, because you. all the technique is about c- control. It's That's why I asked the question.
5: Well, so, say, uh, if- so let's rephrase it back to you, Liza. Yeah. Because the bike is, to a certain extent, the bike is riding you when you're not riding the bike, do you think you were at a disadvantage with your DCT?
0: So the only place that... Um, I don't know if it's a disadvantage per se, but I knew it was going to be problematic and I called it beforehand. Uh, We were riding um, up, uh, it's called a reservoir, up uh, on the property. And there's an uphill and it's kind of sandy and brushy.
4: It's really loose.
0: And then it's like a crater in the middle where there used to be a reservoir. And then you have to ride up out of the crater, up over the lip, not seeing the other side, which is then equally steep going down, it's like a crater.
4: Loose, and loose. I said,
0: I, I'm confident going up. Every, uh, you know, we were kind of looking at it like, oh, going up, sketchy. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good going up. Going down, I'm like, I don't know if I have engine braking. When I back off the throttle, does it go into neutral or do I have engine braking? Because it was soft dirt. So I, and, and if you launch too fast, because again, I don't know how. How flat? How big the plateau is at top? It wasn't. It was the length
4: of a bike before you're that now little trail ride going a down. lot harder. They said, "Oh, yeah. we'll narrow this and a little steep." I'm so like, no big deal. I'm like, holy! I
0: shit. launched up and then I'm like, oh, I'm going down and then there's a pit at the bottom, so you have to turn out of it in soft dirt. And my bike just locked up, slid the wrong way, so I couldn't steer out of it. And again, I announced, "I'm going." <laughs>
5: So, so, how many times did you go down today?
0: Yeah, two yesterday, two today.
5: Okay, so that's not bad. You, Jim?
4: Uh, I think five total. Okay, so so I had one pretty one pretty gnarly get off, but I, I did okay. The rest were just get offs. Okay. So,
3: how, how much are you guys riding? Are uh, riding around the limitations of your motorcycle? Because I know, Liza, you were saying that um, you were having issues with throttle control, but like it sounds like you adapted to whatever shortcoming you had with your bike.
0: I'll tell you what I did get more comfortable with Mm -hmm. and what we both did. These are big bikes, especially mine. That's a big honking bike, but it feels like a dirt bike when it's going. So we learned to really slide the rear end around either while accelerating. I was just riding around the property. Um, a lot of time, like when it's like, Hey, it's a water break. I'm like, no, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just riding around. I'm like sliding out turns, but also, um, breaking and turning as you go, bringing yeah. the wheel around. That's but,
4: but what I'll say. Not that it, was fun. I'll say knock is, is n- not nearly where, how capable the bikes are. When, when yeah. you see how capable they are is when Jocelyn or Jared get on. Yeah. And then you're, and you're watching them do what they call it. Elephant mm-hmm. turns. They'll go ripping down, lock up the rear brake, turn their head, do the stuff. And next thing they do, make a U-turn and then punch it coming back out. It's the coolest looking thing. And I yeah. tried that so, I like, all day, like I just said, in between <laughs> stuff. I would keep doing it and doing it, and um, not nearly as close as those guys can. So uh, the bikes You were are, doing
3: kind of, like, pivot turns where you lean the bike down while at uh, a standstill? No. Kind of you're,
4: no, it's like you're, you're accelerating in first gear. And these are big bikes. So you're doing maybe 20 or 30, lock up mm-hmm. the rear brake, and then you – you I, I won't go through the whole thing, but you basically – or you lock up the rear brake, fishtail out, because yeah. you you're going to make a U-turn.
2: So you right, just okay, lock yeah, up yeah.
4: The brake, you turn and get back on the throttle to peel out and come back the other way. Gotcha, so, um,
0: uh, we've only got a few minutes for our super secret special guest comes on. Um, okay. I just want to say, Jim, let's talk real quickly about the last thing we tried
4: the roller coaster.
0: This is fucked um, up. This coaster. was fucked up. If you take. You know so uh,
4: I, yeah. <laughs> so I got to ride over the cars in the end. So yeah. I got I made yet. Yeah, Cause if you don't do the whole progression, you kind of can't do it all. So anyway, Cars to cars. Then the last thing is a roller coaster. So it's about, what, two feet wide.
0: Yeah, think of like a boardwalk of two-by-twos with a gap between each one on rails. Mm -hmm. And here's where it's fucked up. It's not like you're going in a straight line. You get up onto it, and the first thing you have to do while you're, what, maybe three feet in, four feet in? Three
4: feet, yeah, no more.
0: 90-degree turn. On two feet of track. So your rear wheel will fall off if you do not ride the outside edge perfectly and do a slow 90 degree turn.
4: Yeah, with the wheel all the way. Yeah. Full stop. stop. So so if you make it past that, then it continues at about two feet wide with an up and down roller coaster motion that will tilt to the left. Left and right. To the right. It'll Mm. be an old like tire, like a a, a skid steer loader tread. Yeah. Then,
0: it's then like you're hump, riding on like farm equipment
4: <laughs> but then you're like over basically over a farm tire so when you get you got to get up and then your your belly pan is going to rub so you got to get over that then what's in front of you more Liza. more more tire tread more tilted shit but then you tilted. A ramp. oh yeah you the giant front, ramp straight yeah. up, a big ramp takes you up about 10 feet a plateau and then you go downstairs
0: and our, both of our last crashes were on this thing. I was trying it, even though like, you can't do it sitting down. I'm like, I want to try. We
4: broke the fuck out of it. We broke the whole shitload of it. <laughs>
0: because you try and do that turn, and you're like, I think I've got it, I think I got it, but you're going so slow. Then you have to, like, accelerate, and I s- spin the wheel, both of us. We blew out all the the, the treads. <laughs> they just went away my, and, and stacked.
4: My handlebars are bent, like, four different directions. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Not binge, the stuff I was I was like fucking banging the the bar, bars back in line all day today. Yeah.
0: Hey guys, guess what? It's probably no secret who our super secret special guest is now. For anyone who's watching Zoom, it's Phil Waters. How you doing, Phil? Hey, hey. From hey, the, the money? Cleveland Moto. What, what up, man? homie?
6: How you guys doing? Pretty good, yeah. you, man. Doing all right. Hey, I all wanted right. to start by saying, first of all, thank you guys immensely for the uh, the condolences you guys gave on last oh. week's podcast.
5: Yeah, man. Um, yeah, sorry, It really, really yeah. means a lot to me. Well, it's, mm-hmm. your, it's your
6: mom, Philippe. It's right. You- it is. And uh, so, yeah, she was 76 years old. Her birthday was coming up just in a couple of weeks here. And uh, I got to say, the her last you know, last three or four years on this planet were really, really tough. So if you've got somebody who's having trouble with pain management, knock.
2: Yeah.
6: Uh, you know, you really got to look after that. It's, it really it does ruin your quality of life. So,
5: Are you knock. suggesting, Philippe, that um, knock might benefit from euthanasia? I think he might.
2: <laughs>
6: That's
0: just you know me, but everybody else away. apparently.
2: Hey, Phil, no right there. longer euthanasia. Yeah. Hey, Phil. <laughs> yeah. By any
0: chance, do you have any more lights in the room? You, I, you I look have, like you have no you... eyeballs. No, he <laughs> there like, it is. He looks like you just came up from the from right. From it looks kind of creepy. Kinda like, oh yeah, you look like Hellboy's homie. Yeah, much better. Thanks.
4: <laughs> now we have this way behind me. Do <laughs> wow. animal puppets. Uh, so. I gotta get a cocktail. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My animals are just
3: kicking in right
4: now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, Phil, thanks for coming on. You've been poaching everyone from our show, and I thought, well, I need to poach Phil. <laughs> it's a on, good on idea.
6: I think, uh, I think the poaching thing is, a, is really going to catch on. The idea of stealing people away from other people's shows is a great <laughs> one. So.
0: But you yeah. actually don't know why you're here. Neither does Emma or anyone else, because I have a surprise for everyone. The first oh. thing I'm going to say Oh, is God, that- you're pregnant with Phil's baby. <laughs> 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 oh, we all know about his vasectomy. He's very public about it. <laughs> yeah. it's a it
3: order kind of a situation, huh? It so, works.
0: the first thing I'm going to say is, if you don't already have in front of you, you should have a pad of paper and a pen. It's going yeah. to help because we're about to play paper, a, a game.
6: Give me a second. Let me go get it. Yeah, pad yeah, of yeah. Paper. So, yeah.
0: get that. So, I've come up with a game, and um. Uh, you know, it's been a while since we played a good game, and I did a lot of research. I don't know how it's going to go, but um, I know that anytime we play a game with with Emma, she's so. Uh, she knows so much. She's so skilled at everything motorcycles. And I thought. I have no life. you going to make us pick
3: teams, huh? No. you make us pick teams be divisive.
0: No. But that's why I said, I need to bring in a ringer, someone who can compete with Emma in this Ooh, trivia know, game. Yeah.
2: Oh, and I thought, God, Phil.
0: And then I thought, you know, and just to make it a little bit better, I'm going to make it three teams. And it's going to be the Misfits versus Phil versus Emma.
6: Well, yeah, Ooh, so anyone
0: can it. score me, me versus all you guys well, anyone so can score Avengers
6: right? episode is it
0: huh so what kind of
3: fucked up Avengers episode is this
0: hey man <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to tell you so this is called the name game challenge by the way
5: Jim mm. you know that, yes ma'am that's the noise that when I open my legs that's exactly the noise.
4: <laughs> and we right. really winky comes running out Ah! Wee, 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 weenie, weenie, runs oh through the God. town. Bro, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> upstairs, downstairs, in his nightgown.
0: All right, did you bro, get it out of your bro. system? Are you done yet? All right. No, I'm um, So I'll tell you how this game came to be the the name game challenge. So um, Emma told me about a bike I've never heard of. It's a new thing to be obsessed with. It's called the Honda Raccoon. Have you guys Mm. heard of this?
1: Mm. No.
0: Phil, have you heard of the Honda Raccoon?
1: Uh,
6: I have, in fact, heard of a Honda Ratcoon.
0: Ratcoon?
6: (laughs) It's a totally different bike. (laughs) It's a different bike.
0: (laughs) If you haven't seen a Honda Raccoon... Uh,
3: I'm looking at one right now. It's kind of wild looking. What's
4: it look like? Hold it up. Hold It up. It looks like
3: an MB5, but the gas tank is a little Mm.
5: higher and almost like a
3: chopper. It's got a handlebar. It's... it's, it's,
5: The best way to describe it, Nock, it is an MB-5 that's been like adventure biked.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'll go
5: with that, yeah. I think we need one. I think if an MB-5 had an intimate relationship with a super tenere and then um, got thrown in the washing machine and shrunk down to quarter size, that's a raccoon.
6: And the custom version would yeah. be called the Trash Panda. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Only available
1: in black and white, darling.
0: All right, so here's a picture of a. Yeah, it looks like a
1: trials bike almost. Yeah. Huh. Right. Yeah. yeah. And what size is the engine? Fifty, 50. c Wow.
0: Just a, a weird thing. How come we haven't seen that at AMA Vintage Days?
1: Because
6: AMA Vintage Days is held in Ohio and not Osaka.
0: Ah, there yeah. it is.
6: Uh, so the Honda Raccoon. Vintage Days, they're everywhere.
0: So I thought that's a weird bike. I wonder how many more bikes are named after animals. <laughs> so on this name game challenge, here's how it's gonna Isn't go. This, is it the Anal Fiesta? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna start with emma and then we'll go to phil and then we'll go to any of the misfits raise your hand if you think you have an answer all you have to do is name a make a model or a commonly used nickname that ah. is an animal okay that mm-hmm. is an animal that is an animal well,
5: look, i i'll start the ball rolling it's a bike i've had a 42 year love affair with
0: Mm -hmm. Of course. The
5: water buffalo. Yes. There you go. And it's it's the obvious one. And for those who have (coughs) never heard the term, um, it's actually known as something else in Britain. It's Mm -hmm. known as the kettle in Britain. But the bike itself is the Suzuki GT
6: 750.
0: There you go. The water buffalo. Good one. All right, Phil, we're coming to you. Do you have...
6: I'd like to offer up a bike that was imported to the United States. Yeah. uh, Rockwell, Illinois. Yeah the Mitsubishi Silver Pigeon.
0: And Uh, that is a 1963 scooter. It is on my list. Good, good one. I found a lot of really interesting bikes. All right, Misfits, do one of you have one you want to offer up? Uh, All right, it,
3: can it be? Can it be like uh, a nickname people give it or an actual? Yeah,
0: and a people? commonly used nickname. Commonly well, used A
3: Ducati. I mean, it's D U C duck. Not you know what I mean. That's D
0: U C, not D U C K. That is a. Okay, name. well then
3: a tr- tiger, like a prime. Triumph
0: tiger. Good one. That is wow. on the list. Point for the
3: mysteries.
0: All right, hey, knock, knock. Yes. I'll be your, t-
5: I'll be your tiger. Oh. oh my God! Stop it. All right, Emma. Um. Give us a I bike. Again, a very obvious one and a very loved bike too. The Honda Orc. The yeah, Honda Hawk. You, you stole yeah. mine.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm exactly. The stealer. I'm the
0: Steeler. I'm <laughs> the Steeler. And I'm going I'm, to just say: the Honda Hawk, the Honda Fight Hawk, and the Honda Super Hawk are now out.
5: are oh, right. the I Honda Hawks.
0: Out. And the same Orc derived. Okay. okay. All right. Phil, what you got?
6: I think I'd like to go with the triumph tigress
0: oh yeah there's a tigress oh i didn't know
6: it's a little scooter the scooter
0: oh Oh. yeah yeah Yeah.
6: all
0: right good one all right misfits you guys got one i'm gonna try one all right all right jim
4: or i can wait because mine probably sucks go ahead i'm gonna go with the gold wing because we're playing into that
0: is not an animal it is a body part (laughs) (laughs) of
4: the road. I, I've, no,
0: I've got I get half credit Quarter All right, credit. hold on, let's go to Bagel. Wait, I, think I got
1: one. I have the, the Simson Schwalbe. What so the Schwalbe is okay. a sparrow, yeah? Okay, yeah. I'll accept it. Or are sorry, swallow? I like okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. all right, <laughs> Emma,
4: what you got for the rest of this? Game. Okay,
5: I will counter Bagel with the Das kleine wunder, Hummel, which yeah. is. Ah.
6: Bumblebee.
2: Bumblebee.
0: Bumblebee. Yeah. Yep. see phil i knew you'd be the good one to know all these things. oh my
6: god the two all right, of you. All right. really really good one
0: all right remember there's yeah. still a lot of really easy ones to knock out oh, too yeah. right. all right what you got phil
6: i'm gonna use the honda
0: monkey good one that's also yeah. on the list right all right uh should we go to jim now jim you got one no
3: all right knock uh hey abusa Yep.
0: Oh, Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Good
5: one.
3: The Hayabusa Obviously.
0: Japanese hawk is on the list. Good one. All right, Emma.
5: Um, it's a peregrine falcon. Excuse um, me. And I it will counter your Hayabusa with a Honda Blackbird. That was the uh,
0: next one. That's also on the list. I'm Good. the
2: Stealer,
1: Nock. I'm the Stealer of your heart, darling. Now I have a question. Does it have to be an actual bike, or could it be a name associated with bikes? Well, if she used
6: water buffalo, yeah,
0: commonly a commonly used for nickname. An actual nickname. Actual bike.
1: Yeah.
6: Mm.
0: What well, it, it's not your turn though. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Okay, it's Phil's I mean, turn. It's my turn. Right. Yes.
6: I'm gonna use wolf, and for wolf we can use a bunch of different <clears throat> manufacturers. Oh yeah, uh, but we'll 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 throw in S Y M wolf. Yes, give it the, the most, sim the wolf. Good one, good
0: one. Good one. Right. All right, misfits. You got one now, Bagel. Well, I was gonna say screaming eagle with okay. that count i actually did have that even though it's not an actual bike but people refer to their screaming eagle harley so i will accept it
4: all right cool me too well done bagel all
0: right all right emma what you got i have
5: a rickman matisse and a matisse is a french term for a mongrel a dog a little dog okay
6: Okay. matisse
0: good job all right phil
6: I would like to submit the badger. The badger?
0: Mm. I don't know the badger. Is there
3: an urban
6: dictionary definition for the badger? The badger. (laughs)
3: Uh,
0: Who makes it
4: exactly? It's a prison thing. You don't want to know.
6: Suzuki, I believe it was Suzuki made the badger as a small. Suzuki did indeed make the badger. Yeah, I believe. Adorable, by the way.
0: And oh God! I, I'd yeah. like to point out, I did like the front end
6: looks like a monster truck.
0: I did a lot of research on the internet to find as many names as I could. You guys have yeah. already named so many things that never came up on my list.
2: Wow! All right,
0: <laughs> uh, misfits. Yes, knock.
3: Uh, Scarabium, which is scarab. It's a beetle.
0: Beetle. Very nice. Okay. All
5: right. Yeah. All right, Emma. Oh, Wombat.
3: Ah, yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's ah, the that good one.
0: Exactly. Uh, it, so is, wombat is taken out. Okay, Phil.
6: I, I'm not going to just obviously say the combat wombat. No, can't do that. Yeah. Anything wombat related.
5: Wombats
0: okay.
6: out. All the wombats are out. Yes. Yes. So we're going to do a Vespa ape, which is. Ah, uh, yes. Ooh, yes. A it's beat.
0: Yeah. I actually saw one this weekend. Did you? Yeah.
1: Nice. I'm not
0: going to say where it is, but it might be where I was.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. All
0: right. Good one. All right. Misfits. Who's got one? I got one. Yes, bagel. Boss Haas. What is, animal is that?
5: It's a horse. colloquialism for a horsey. Horse. Yeah.
0: Haas is uh, a horse. Emma and, and Phil, do you accept?
5: I accept that. I, I, I'm not getting involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emma.
4: That is a yes. Your turn.
5: We're gonna revisit Hodakas, yeah, and um, let's do a super rat.
0: Yes, mm, nice. <laughs> let's see. Do you think uh, Phil will round out the Hodakas? Uh
6: Maybe. Yeah. Well, I could just well, I could really go backwards and do the the rat. Yes, but we could also do a mongoose. Oh yes, yeah. Hmm. So we could do a mongoose. Okay. Yeah. Good luck, like mongoose.
0: All right, misfits.
1: Uh, oh, didn't didn't. Yeah.
0: Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go go
4: for it. A mad ass? Mm-hmm.
1: What?
0: Yeah. Donkey mm-hmm. Tolly? Yeah. Right? I mean, that's that's yeah. kind of like lawyering it, is, it
4: a little yes. bit. Yes, ass a donkey. Yep.
0: Emma, Phil, minimal. do you accept?
6: I'm, I'm not getting involved. involved.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, that's a yes. All right. All right. So and here's what we're gonna do. Um we're just gonna keep going until if you can't get one, you're eliminated.
2: Okay. We'll keep Ooh. going
0: until the last one is left.
5: All right, Emma. Um, let's, let's round out her because let's do
4: the road toad. Yes.
0: Don't. Jim, Stole I thought you'd one. get one of those.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, is it our turn? <laughs> I'll tell you when it's your turn, son. All right. No <laughs> I'm ready. No okay. Phil, uh, what you got?
6: Let's go with the, I want to do something. I'm going for the more exotic if we can. Okay. The, uh, I think I'd like to go with the Pinto. The Pinto? Who makes the Pinto? The Pinto. Pinto. So the Pinto was a small moped oh. and it was a little moped and it had little circles on the side of the gas tank. And I believe they were imported into the United States, not by maybe J.C. JCPenney
0: hmm. like, Pinto. See, I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that you guys, I love that you guys know all these crazy ones. All right, good. All right, Jim, Hi, man, this is a cool little bike. Jim,
4: it's your turn. the Your turn. Cool. What? Yeah. Wow. Indian dark horse. horse.
0: Okay, yeah, it's a mom. Mm. I'll take that. All right, Emma. BSA. Yes. Beaver. What? <laughs> what? Look <laughs> it up.
5: BSA oh, Beaver. Oh
0: All right. Um, <laughs> have you heard of that uh, one, that's Phil? Really good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's a good. One. You know,
6: I haven't seen a I haven't seen a beaver in a long time. <laughs> oh, darling.
5: I'm so sorry. Well, if you sorry. want to see a
4: if you want there to see a British one, Phil, don't just hang either. out after the podcast. and actually, so show you It's
5: one. I guarantee, Liza, it's a wow. little bit younger than you expected, isn't it? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah it's just a nice oh. little cute little bike.
6: There it is. Basically beaver.
0: Good one. All right, Phil, your turn.
6: Um I think we'll go with uh I was trying to get I was gonna try to keep it in the same family of uh, of bikes, but we'll 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 go with a mosquito, an MZ, an MZ mosquito.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good one. one. All right, misfits. Who's got one? I got one. Go ahead, bagel. The plastic maggot. (laughs) Hey, hold on, hold on. Is that just Emma who calls it that? (laughs) Yeah, but no, no. no, That's just Emma. No,
5: that's all Britain. Yeah, no, no. CX500 is known as the plastic maggot
4: in Britain. Right. I've heard you reference it that way. As a matter of fact. No, it's okay. not well, just second the motion. That's all right. Sure. I, I would like to say on record
5: that I actually very much admire the CX500. Back in the early 80s, just thousands of dispatch riders rode them. They're very durable bikes. Okay, um, all right, here we go. I will counter the MZ with the MZ
6: Scorpion. The MZ Scorpion.
0: Scorpion. Nice one. Nice. All right, Bill.
6: I'll take an easy one. We'll do the uh, Piaggio Vespa.
2: Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was going <laughs> to say that one. <laughs> oh.
4: That was like a kick in the nuts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good one. All right, knock.
3: So this is a fucked up weird one because in California it is considered a motorcycle. Oh, here and this go. creature is also extinct. Oh, it it's does. a T-Rex. It's a Campania T-Rex. Yeah. yeah. Is that a quad?
0: It's a three wheeler. That's tri- right. All right, yeah.
5: Loud. All right, Emma. Um, Triumph Terrier.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's a bunch of triumphs that haven't
6: come up yet. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
0: All right, Phil,
6: I'd like to submit the Flying Squirrel. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, a good one. Mark, God! <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, misfits. Jim, you got anything?
4: Well, if no one else does, I do. All right, do it. Is this do or die time for the Misfits? Do it, yeah. All right. The Honda, um, is it the PCT? Shamu as
0: it was No, <laughs> dude. If, no. You can, if you can use water buffalo, no. you can use shamu. No, you cannot. Emma, that was her Emma? white I'm bike. I'm not
5: getting involved.
0: No, but that's a yes. but you well, know that, what I'm going to say?
1: Well, that, well, that well, hang on, that's a nickname for a specific yeah, thing. Th- yeah th- no, no not that's a, a, no. Not a Line yeah. of bikes,
0: but dude, there I'm just are to so keep this in the game. there are so many different <laughs> Hondas left.
4: I'm just trying to keep I, this in the That's why I asked if nobody else had anything. Well, I've got one. Yeah, big one.
1: Oh, the Bajaj Chetak. Chetak. Because mm-hmm. Chetak is a horse. A very particular horse. Oh yeah.
0: All a right. Horse. Emma?
5: Yeah. I'm gonna go and if I get booted out, so be it, because I'm on thin ice now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. um, Come on. I'm gonna
5: include I'm gonna be include people animals and I'm gonna go with Bultaco Matador. Matador. No. no. <laughs> Can't do people animals.
0: No. Emma, oh, don't give up. There's so many don't more. There's, There's so many lot. more Hondas. Yeah, I
5: know, I know, but I'm on the spot, darling. <laughs> My mind's a blank. I've been on the gin. Um, yeah, I know. There's tons of Hondas. I've just got to remember what they are.
0: Oh, come um, on. You, you got five seconds. You can't go out like this. Five, uh, four, don't go out like this. three. Uh, yeah, I want to say trash. Two, panda. <laughs> One. Don't boot me out of oh, Emma's out. What? What? Uh, what? <laughs> all right. Come out the box, Luke. It's now Phil and the Misfits, and the Misfits you will no longer get to guess again if one of you is wrong. So, <laughs> oh, all right. Phil.
6: I'm going to submit the Italjet Kit Kat.
0: Oh. Oh, okay. Good one. The Italjet
6: oh, Kit Kat that one. Folding, A folding mini bike. All right. Really fun little mini bike and it folds up, uh, you know, the handlebars fold down and it's called a Kit Kat. And they've made them for like 20 years. And I've, I've been looking for them for a very long time.
0: I accept that. All right. Knock, you got some? Um, the Honda Eagle. That isn't on my list. Is there really a Fuck, Honda Eagle? I was going
3: really? like, <laughs> to <take a guess. laughs> really make a lot of bikes and there's a lot of animals. Mm-hmm. So there's probably some kind of cross-pollination, but I fucked up clearly.
0: You really? That was. You're going out with a Honda Eagle? <laughs> it's, I
3: just, it's reasonable I think just that out. Honda would have made an
0: Eagle. Well, then I guess I have to name Phil the winner of the name game. i deservedly so. Can I
6: give you guys one more that I yes, give? Yes, let's go
0: out with a winner.
6: Because it's awful. <laughs> and like we say, the more aggressive the name, the more aggressive the name of the animal involved, the worse the fucking bike is. And it's all <laughs> Ice bear, Black Widow. <laughs> oh, a, what? Yeah, Ice bear,
0: <laughs> yeah, ice bear. Black Widow.
6: So the most dangerous land animal and the most dangerous spider put together in one vehicle. Mm-hmm. Google that shit. The Ice bear, Black Widow. <laughs> and if that's not where dreams go to die, I don't know what is. Wow.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. What? Well, I, mm-hmm. I had one more on my list, which is the uh, the genuine black cat. Black cat. Yes. Yep. I do
2: black like cats. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Do you guys want to hear all the ones that didn't get named that I had on my Oh list? god, yeah, sure, please. please. All right. Uh Arctic cat motorcycles, Beeline Scooters, Big Bear Choppers, Big Dog Choppers. Of oh. course. BSA Emma. BSA, come on. You got it? BSA?
5: Oh God, let me think. Uh, Lightning, Thunderbolts, Royal Star, Rocket Royal Star, 3, okay. BSA. Brigand, BSA. Bantam. Bantam.
0: Cool. Bantam.
5: Little... bantam? Bantam. What's a bantam? BSA. It's a common It's a It's a little fighting cock.
0: Yeah, chicken. it's fighting cock. Oh. BSA Bantam, BSA Firebird, uh, Kagiva Elephant. Ah, uh, shit,
5: that was an obvious one.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, cheetah Motorcycles. Coventry Eagle, there was an Eagle. Yes, mm. Curtis Hellcat, Ducati Bronco. I've never heard of those. Mm. Mm. Genuine scooter Rattler.
6: The Rattler. Oh yeah.
0: Uh the is it Galera? Galera.
6: Galera.
0: Uh, Cougar. Um there was Oh, knock. What bike do you have in your garage? Oh, um which one? The one is that has a nickname that goes by BRP oh the big red pig yeah <laughs> oh my god <clears throat> let's see if we...
3: make that, one.
0: Yeah,
3: but that was like a colloquialism wasn't an
1: official name
0: right uh right, but
1: it's for that whole line of bikes
0: there's yeah, oh, that's the, the yeah. honda black widow which is a version of a shadow another mb5 model the honda bobcat uh honda <laughs> bulldog you guys most common bike in the world
6: the, su- the cub
0: no one said Super that cub. Well, we of course. course. Mm. Oh, of course. Right, no one said that. Um let's see we did the ha- Honda Hornet. Yep. Uh oh, shit. the Honda NX4 Falcon. Oh we they the Honda Horny. <laughs> <laughs> uh the Janus Phoenix. Mm. Oh, here's one I never heard of. There the- you go. Kawas- <laughs> oh jeez. Kawasaki Coyote. And uh, life fan makes a chimp, and here's one I love, the life fan goldfish. Yeah. Huh. The, uh, the Malaguti, the goldfish? The, yeah, the Malaguti Grizzly, Malaguti yeah. Spider Max, um, Motoguzzi Falcone just, wait, and Jackal. Wait, wait, what is a
5: Spider
6: Max?
0: I think it's these. Spider
6: It's probably an awful Malaguti scooter. It's a probably. it's a
0: spider to the <laughs> max, man.
6: It probably had at least sixteen fake air intake vents.
0: All right, Emma. Emma, finish this. It, it Shoots
6: out of its exhaust.
0: Emma Norton.
6: Uh.
5: I'm trying to think of all my Nortons: um, Navigator, Atlas, Commando, Combat.
0: Bill, you want to steal? What? Do you know Mort- Norton Manx. Mm. Manx,
6: yeah, Manx. Yep. Uh, and, let's uh, see.
0: Okay. <clears throat> all right, Royal Enfield Thunderbird, the Sax B, the Sax Eagle. Uh, there's a Suzuki Birdie. Um, Birdie. Yeah, Triumph mm. Thunderbird, and then my new favorite bike of all time, the Ooh. Honda Unicorn. The Unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Very rare. <laughs>
1: Well, I, I, actually, there's there's one more, too, that we had yeah. mentioned on a recent show, uh, the Munch Mammoth. The oh. Mammoth,
6: yeah, exactly. Um,
1: yeah.
6: And who did the Gorilla? Because I know there was a Gorilla bike, but I just can't remember whether it was an actual Honda or was it one of the Chinese companies? I think it out. might have
5: been a knockoff. A knockoff of the of the monkey. Of the Honda, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I oh, it's amazing! It all comes back to you, you see. No, oh, you see oh, the the thing is, Liza, I cave under pressure. Darling. I know, we've...
0: but I
5: think no, I think everybody did extremely well.
0: well congratulations, Phil! You won that game. I, I knew, you. I knew, I had a ringer Thank in you, the match. Um, um,
6: I would also like to call attention to that today is in fact my fifty-first birthday.
2: <gasps> oh, happy hey! birthday, hey! My, uh, Woo, birthday. Tom, my dude!
6: <laughs> the other one that you saw on the Facebook is my internet birthday. Yeah.
2: Oh, I see. <laughs> That's
6: to fool all the, the bots and whatnot.
2: But nice. yeah, so yeah,
6: today was my 51st birthday. Well, what a
5: fantastic
4: well birthday! Well a right. great,
6: great birthday present. Fantastic. Yeah.
4: The fifties are great. Fun. I mean, my, I'm like, I'm 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 right there with you, and it's it's best life ever right now, dude. So I know. Yeah. Yep. Fuck, I love you, man.
0: Hey, I'm I can fall over and not get hurt. I'm
4: I'm still doing good. You fall over like a like a like a telephone pole too, and you announce ah, it. Boom. I'm going over. <laughs> well, here I go, and, and sure enough, there you do. Coming <laughs> <Well>, in <I'm> hot. <laughs> yeah, pretty
0: much. So, Phil, while we have you here, let's uh, let's catch up. Um, how are things with your business during this whole? corona times
6: it's really strange so i'll give you guys the real quickie but yeah. what happened that was so weird was for about 30 days or so we were doubling last year's numbers yeah. Because yeah social distancing was all you could fucking do right and what's happened is that has really tapered off now and i believe the reality is starting to set in for a lot of people they're like well you know what a, a month ago people were like well we can't go on our vacation so we might as well buy some some Vespas, You know. Um, we can't do anything normal, so we might as well social distance on the back of a motorcycle. So it is different. It's, it's definitely a different thing. But that has started to chill out a little bit. And uh, it was madness. It was an orgy there for a while. And a lot of manufacturers couldn't get the bikes to the people fast enough.
0: And, you know. It, it, I enjoy your stories you share on your podcast, Cleveland Moto, about some of the people who come in who are just unaware of, like, space and social distancing and stuff like that. And, I, like, you're having none of it. Yes. <laughs> just none of it.
6: No,
0: no, no. It's a so, – Yeah? I
5: wanted to say, Phil, I'll tell you what's happened with us over at um, Seaside Superbikes. Yes, for all your superbike, your superbike. needs. Stitching. Yes. Seaside Superbikes, we were going gangbusters because we're we're really a repair only facility and we sell a few select used bikes, but we were going gangbusters. What's caught up with us right now, we can't get parts.
6: Right.
5: Mm. All the parts suppliers have dried up and the last three or four days of work, I mean, I've been sitting twiddling my thumbs, not through lack of work, we're waiting for right. parts, yeah. and some yeah. of the most mundane stuff as well. So that's how it's caught up with us. But we would double last year's numbers right up
6: until this point. And we've had the no. same thing. Even the largest parts distributor, Parts Unlimited, Parts Unlimited is only shipping one day a week.
2: So- what? Oh shit!
5: That's oh, yeah. wild.
6: So yeah, when you and
5: we're parts-
6: yeah, when you look Yeah, at,
5: same uh, with what? us with Tucker Rocky. Yep, Tucker Rocky's one day uh, a week with us and uh, wow. WPS, I don't know whether so that you know it's, it's like and everyone is saying the same thing. We're overwhelmed. We haven't got enough people. Mm. Right. We we're just we're just overwhelmed with this. Yeah.
6: yeah, that's what we have too. And the service is there because people are trying to bring the old bike out of the garage that hasn't run it Right, too, right, right. And that's what we're getting hit with a lot. And it is it is not at all hilarious to sit back and go, Okay, well I've got twenty six bikes in my service department that are all waiting on parts. And most of these bikes, the parts they're waiting are not really they're not really parts that are normally hard to get.
5: No. Um, we've probably got
4: Yeah, are you talking like like brake pads, oil filters, uh, or spark plugs or like like fuel pumps.
6: You know, I've, I've got okay. a couple of bikes that are down right now because of the fuel pumps and the only fuel pumps that, that work in these bikes, short of cannibalizing something else and building your own, are fuel pumps that come out of countries that got hit hard by Corona. And they're not building mm. pumps, and they're not shipping. Oh,
4: anymore. interesting. No. OK, no. No. that's a bummer. It seems like anything
3: with electronics is having issues. I was trying to build a computer is somewhat related like, you just can't get computer parts or they're not building them because their uh, uh, manufacturing section for electronics is ramped so, yes. up you know?
4: That's the issue. They're not manufacturing. It's a manufacturing <laughs> issue, huh? Right. Not a supply Maybe. chain. For yeah. some
1: things, yeah. For some I mean, things, for sure. Well, well it's both, really. I mean, yeah. Everything's affected. Yeah. Manufacturing supply.
0: But you have been selling some small bikes, haven't you?
6: Yeah. So I've been doing really well with the smaller bikes uh, the Piaggio Liberty, which is a, a upstanding unit, mm-hmm. that's been crushing it. It's been doing really well because it's a very affordable version of a Vespa-type experience. And it is good. It's an ABS, and it's fuel-injected, and it has all the cool mm-hmm. stuff and the taller wheels. But it's funny. is like all those little Chinese bikes, like the little SSRs, the mini bikes and the play bikes and all that shit that, mm-hmm. you know, three months ago, I was sitting on my podcast, and we were like, look at these fucking things. They are growing roots around here. I can't sell them. And then one day we sold six or seven of them, and then we found out that we couldn't order any more because they were back ordered, you know, intergalactic back order. And that was a weird thing. And we're just now getting some of those. The TNT one thirty five We've sold, I think, eight of them, and we're trying to get more, but we can't. Is that
0: a Benelli or SSR?
6: That's the Benelli.
0: It's a yeah. Benelli. You had me looking at one. I'm like, hmm, maybe yeah, they're I need one. Damn
6: good for their price. Yeah, for their price point, they're they're much more interesting than a Honda Grom and uh, they're fun we've we've all been playing around with them but the the thing is though all the ones I kind of set aside for myself I've had to sell those so we don't even have one at the shop anymore so Sleepy was able to get one he's done a lot of fun performance mods to his it's it's a fun little bike yeah
0: so um, any do you guys see any uh, end to this is there any predictions of when you guys are going to be able to get stuff to sell and a fixed bikes Um, with
6: i think there's more likely to be a a phase two of this i don't Mm. think this is a up and down i think this is a up with a rest stop and still going up
5: yeah i I tend to agree with you i mean it's yeah i'm trying to be optimistic about it um because we are getting parts, it's just it's taking its sweet time, and unfortunately, certainly within the motorcycle trade, so much of our business, either directly or indirectly, is via China. Yes, and oh, yeah. China's really having trouble getting stuff out. Um, so. Uh, You know, the pressure's on you far more than me because I'm a humble employee, Phil, but I'm, and it's your business, but I'm thinking 2020 is going to be, you know, it's going to be pretty much a washout completely for me
6: as far as making money goes. It's been a very strange thing to watch the customers come in because it's hard to break old habits. And so customers come in the shop and they're like, okay, I've got my negotiating hat on and I'm fully (laughs) prepared to, to make sure that I don't pay uh, anywhere near retail, and it's funny as hell to watch people just get their ass handed to them when they're like, "Well, uh, you know, I'll give you sixty three hundred for that." I'm like, "Well, the price is sixty nine ninety nine, and if you won't give it to me, the next guy will." We are because not we can't,
5: and why should I? Why should I give it away to you?
6: Right. Yeah, because
5: I'm not. I don't know when I'm going to get my next one. Yeah, right. absolutely.
6: Yeah the supply and demand thing right now is completely opposite the way it was last year. And so last year, people team could negotiate like crazy. And this year we're sitting there going, no joke. We got a letter from Vespa and the letter from Vespa said, they're not going to be shipping us any bikes in June. Oh shit. That's zero. Um, that's none. That's no bikes. So they, they know full well, they've emptied out their, their Texas warehouse. So they've made it very clear to their dealers that we're not going to be able to fulfill a June order. And we just, we looked at the sheet and we we're like, okay, well, what do you have? I'll take all those, you know, whatever you have, we'll just mm-hmm. take those because we know that we're not going to give anything in June. So that's uh, and that's a thing. And some companies have done that to us before where they're like, Oh, if you want to get six of these, you better order 12. And so we order 12 and then 12 come in and we're like, Oh shit. Now what do we do? But I think in this case, it's real. I don't think this one's an oopsie, because Italy did take this one on the chin. So um, I would not yeah. be surprised to find out that there is this manufacturing lag that we're just getting right now. You know, We're not going to see these bikes. But the problem is, it would be okay for us to not have bikes in February. It'd be fine for us to not have bikes in December. But not having bikes in June, that could put people out of the game.
0: So do you guys, yeah. um, do you think that there's going to be, in, in 2020, uh, dealerships closing up? Like, do you think this is going to just yep. be another Absolutely. nail?
6: And it's, here's the, the one thing we didn't talk about yet. I've got five of my friends who own dealerships that were hit by riots.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
6: Okay? And you can't budget for that. You can't plan for that. There's no business model for either we've been... Every window in the place was broken out, and 100% of our inventory was stolen, like the guys in New York, or guys yeah. like my friend Bob in Minneapolis, who they lost windows, they boarded up, they took 100% of their inventory and moved their entire shop, every bit of their inventory into storage, because they're in Minneapolis.
0: You know, we we now, had we had riots here too, but vegans with surfboards don't do a lot of damage. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: Well, but um, do they have insurance, though,
6: that will cover those losses? You do. And the weird thing is, we had to look at our insurance policy to see if our insurance policy covered riots. And guess (laughs) what? It doesn't.
5: Oh, that's so shitty!
2: Yeah. Yeah. Even
5: even if it does bagel,
2: Mm.
5: you can have all the money in the world right now, but you can't get stock. Right. Right. So if your stock is gone... Right. You could write a check for a billion, trillion, kajillion dollars
1: right. and you're
5: not going to get stock because there's no stock to be had.
1: Yeah, and you might not even be able to re- you know, repair the building, you know, because of everything else is going on, too. So, missed, uh, yeah,
0: Bill, I know that you've been buying um, bikes at auction. Yeah. Absolutely. And is this going to be affecting that?
6: Yeah, it is. It's really weird. So the auctions now, the there's no more human element to the auction. We can't go to the auction and participate the way we used to. Um, participating in the auction in person, you have a totally different effect. You can make eye contact with the uh, auctioneer and you can get a certain advantage over the guys who are just pushing button at, you know at their office right. and just clicking the green button over and over again. Well, what's happened is because there is this sort of panic over buying bikes, we're seeing the bikes that three months ago. We're going for insanely low prices mm-hmm. because dealers were trying to get rid of stock and they were using the auction system to get rid of their over stock bikes. Well, those dealers now that can't get enough of the new bikes are right. keeping their bikes. They would normally release to the auction. So one of the auctions I participated in where they would normally have an auction and there'd be 3000 bikes. Well, now there might be 400 mm. wow. and the price on those bikes is going higher
0: yeah i was thinking yeah. if you can't get new stock you're gonna buy used stock
6: yep you got it and so I've, I've know- time i'm sitting there and i'm watching the screen and i'm looking at these bikes going and i'm like bid okay bid all right bid what the shit that's retail and people are still bidding wow and that's bad when you see uh when you see a two-year-old unit being bid up to beyond what the dealer's normal cost would be to put that bike on his floor um Uh-oh. that's weird, you know that's weird
1: and uh, i also i've also been noticing an interesting trend on copart that even wrecked vespas are going up in price too they are yeah a lot
2: (laughs) yeah
6: used vespa right now is the most desirable bike in my showroom and that's everybody comes in the shop and does the same thing they look to the left and they see a six thousand dollar vespa and they immediately start looking to the right to find the used one and if your bike is if you're a thousand dollars less than that if you have a five thousand dollar three-year-old vespa a four-year-old vespa you're going to sell it, and you're going to sell it fast.
0: So. I didn't realize the problem was that big. It seems like uh, oh. the dealers can't get bikes to sell, and the ones that they can get are going to be overpriced, and that yep. if you're relying on service to make your money, that you can't get the parts.
6: The cool thing, though, is all the manufacturers, I mean, every manufacturer I work with is offering like 0%, 1.9% crazy good financing. So this is the time to take advantage. There's a lot of programs. Even Vespa, who is normally notoriously tight with their wallet, they're doing a $500 first responder doctor, you know, uh, discount. So if you can prove that you're a first responder or a medical personnel, you're going to get 500 bucks off.
1: You know? Yeah, and that's yeah, you know, that's taking advantage of all of the uh, the low interest money that's being lent right now. Yeah, absolutely. And try to try to simulate the uh, sales. Yep.
0: Well, that sucks. Well, and Phil, if you hadn't heard, I recently bought a bike. Yes. yeah, And here it is. It arrived. Yeah. It's a Kawasaki KZ 400. Emma, did you take a peek? I did. Did you You take a peek? What do you think?
5: I did. It's fantastic, Liza. I mean, what you've basically got, you've got a rare bike because that is the stripper model. Mm. And... Mm. It, there's no electric start. It's kickstart only. There's no hydraulic disc brake. It's drum brake only. It's it's a, a delightful little bike. <laughs> the only thing I would add that you probably don't realize it needs,
0: mm-hmm.
5: it needs the intake rubbers behind yep. the carburetors. I ordered them. But it needs the ones in front, too.
0: Oh, those are too old?
5: They're toast. Yeah. And it's tough to get. I mean or the front ones. No, I think these? you should be able to find them. Um, you know, it's I'd have to do a little bit of measuring. You know, I don't like tinkering around with people's spikes when they aren't there, but mm-hmm. I think you should be able to just buy some Mikuni inlet stubs from, yeah. you know, like Sudco. Right. And, yeah, yeah. and just screw them on.
0: So, um, I didn't tell you this, but something happened to the bike this week. Um. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I got it and um I immediately parked it into in the tent. Um you'd think the tent is a nice place where it's going to be, you know, keep it out of the rain and the weather. Well, some birds came and perched in the tent. <coughs> Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now guy. it's a shitty bike. And I came out to find it completely covered in bird shit. <laughs> oh, oh man. Ah. Which is why if you notice Emma, there's a cover over it right now. I thought, someone, the cover. I thought someone was playing a prank on me. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? You need
6: no, to stop, it's, it's, need to stop it... feeding one of those cats. You've got to stop <laughs> feeding some of those cats and put them to work in that shed.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) But um, I'm surprised in the things that I saw on this bike, uh, the kind of details, like when you still see the little bands holding the cables onto the handlebars, it tells me that's stock handlebars. And when it still has the little reflectors on the side, um, like nobody pulled things off. And even better, the bars, the mirrors, the everything, there's no scratches. This 45 year old bike has never been on its side. Wow. Not a scratch. Nice.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah.
3: So Did you, you get the motor to turn? Did you take a, th- a wrench to the uh, crack? It has and a starter. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we are, Emma and I are going to get into it, um, but not on the podcast. We're going to be getting into it on our new YouTube show. Phil, have you checked out The Misfits? I have.
6: And I totally approve of The Shocker. Well done. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> the Shocker episode is great. You guys really, really did a good, good job. And the Where Did My Oil Go is also fantastic. I mean, it's a really, really good video. Those are excellent and a lot of well, fun. Well,
5: you know, I mean, we, we're just starting out, and neither Liza or myself are massively comfortable in front of the camera, but we're going to get better with it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I'm comfortable. I just got nothing to say. She's the expert. Um, but we
5: we we're going to get down and dirty because you know, um, I've built some I've built some show winning bikes, right. and I'm going to share the wealth of how to take, in effect, a barn find like that KZ, and actually get some trophies at your local bike show without spending a massive amount.
0: Yeah, and and also and I mean. It, I don't know the answer, but the question I asked her, which we're she's going to give me uh, on our next uh, episode, is uh, when is a bike worth um, just fixing up to, to be a rider or fixing up to be a show a show bike? Yeah. Like, what do you look I, for I and, what, what, and, the, it, and what does it take answer, to do that?
5: He, well, here's the answer to that right now, because I'm going through this decision right now. So... I think I told everyone last week, I bought myself another Trident. Now, my last Trident tried to kill me. This one's going to be different. It's going to be different this time. But I bought myself a factory purple 71 Trident. Now, this is a nice bike. And I can spend a 1000 bucks on stuff it needs, ride it down to the Misfits, and everyone will go... Oh, that is a nice bike, but there won't be one single bit of perfect chrome on it. It'll need this, it'll need this, it'll need this. So the decision I'm making now is, do I spend a thousand bucks and just build it and ride it? And that's a very, very nice Trident. Or do I spend $3,000? (laughs) $5,000. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but get it. To where I like my bikes to be And I really don't know Because You know I I ride all my bikes My RF is immaculate and stock And as Liza will tell you I ride the crap out of it My Goosey is custom and immaculate And I ride the crap out of that too So it's never going to be a trailer queen It's going to get ridden But I really don't have the answers To where you know where to stop with
0: it yeah and well, I'm so not sure. that that's the thing um that i think having somebody like emma with that trained eye and that detail that level of detail that most of us don't notice we look at an old bike and go wow look at the shiny chrome on the exhaust and that's a nice bike but she she's probably looking at like the clamps on the car boots and you know like little tiny details
6: yeah like those those bolts on there they're not supposed to be chrome those are sp- those are meant to be zinc Right, points off.
0: Well, you
5: know, it's it's. I yeah. like bikes, and it includes when you customise a bike because I don't mind customising bikes. I'm not the complete purist. I think if right. if you've got an old 750 Honda, the worst thing you can do is paint it black. That's the worst <laughs> thing you can do because it just becomes another black old bike. Mm-hmm. If you're going to paint it, you paint it in stock colors with stock graphics. And there's no excuse these days because you can get the graphics for any bike. But I like customizing bikes, but if I use the notion that in the example of Liza's KZ, if I was to get in a time machine, go back to 1975 and go into a Kawasaki dealer, what would i see what would i see in the new bikes what would i see in the like the year old bikes and so and that, that's what i that's what i kind of use
0: jim had a good question and jim we might as well just uh bring that question up that you asked me on the way home about, if I, about on plate. the bearings
4: Oh, the whole bearings thing. So it's interesting. Like one way to approach it is because I got the out apart, not not together, but apart. But like, say the bearings, do you go with the stock you know, original bearings, which is the race, the little bearings. and Talking about the stem bearings. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Or or do you go, you know, order all balls, tapered bearings and slap them in? What's the difference when you build the bike? No one's really going to see it. Yeah, so that's what I want to know. Between a restoration, is that custom? Like where do you draw the line on that?
0: Yeah, so well, Phil and Emma, do you feel? the modern, I mean, Do you want to take improved- this or, or would yeah, you I, like
4: me to? So in
6: any racing organization, no matter, you know, for the guys who are trying to preserve, preserve classic motorcycles yeah. and preserve motorcycles that have important, I mean, real important provenance. It was ridden by this guy in this race in this time. And when you look at Arma or you look at Wira and any of those things, they all make concessions for safety. So no matter how the bike is, it's got the original gas tank, it's got the original fenders, it's got the original rear sets, all these things that were done in 1965 to make it into a kick-ass race bike. Mm-hmm. But you bet your ass it's going to have updated fuel line, it's going to have an updated petcock, it's going to have updated bearings in the wheels, and it's right. going to have things that are allowed on the bike to make it safer for the person operating it, because you don't you don't have to suffer a death trap for a bike that's going to go perhaps on a track now for a bike, that's just going to be wall art. Then yeah, you might build that bike to be like, check it out. I've got the actual original, you know, leather, everything, you Mm -hmm. know, um, and, or I've gone out and cultured the exact type of cow that was alive back then to make the, you know, the, the rawhide to make the fucking seat on the damn thing.
0: That sounds Uh, like some memo would do, but
2: yeah.
5: so, here's an example in in real terms the trident that tried to kill me (laughs) yeah was was that bike every single nut and bolt on that triumph was the one it left the factory in 1969 with every single one and so that's that kind of bike jim's bike any concession you can make to make it safer of course it's it's the way to go i mean People have forgotten, as an example, how bad the original tires were on these things. The very first thing, back in the 70s, you would buy a brand new 750 Honda, a brand new water buffalo, and literally take the tires off in the showroom and put on decent tires because they were that bad. Now would you want to duplicate that? Now of course you wouldn't. And you think about so- TV,
6: even the electricals. If you look at any electricals from the 60s, the electricals in the 60s were awful. They didn't have any sort of material. They didn't have any wire sheathing right. uh, that could stand up to 10 years of ozone. And the batteries were garbage. The batteries were hard plastic shells that would routinely crack. Mm. And then it would dump acid everywhere on the side of your motorcycle. Right. Um, yeah, that stuff, that should all go away.
0: See, I told Jim, I'm, I'm a somewhat of a purist in that if it's a bike that I'm modifying, like my triple, um, you know, the street tracker, I mean, it's got an R1 front end. But, you know, I, I'm going to put modern components on it. But if it's something like this, if I'm doing this, or when I did my um, 72 CB750 Cafe Racer, and even though I cafe it, it was all vintage parts I cafe it with um, – I'm staying. I'm not putting in tapered bearings. I'm stay. I stay with the ball bearings. That's what it came with. I'm kind of a purist that way.
5: Well, no, hang on. So let's go back to the trident.
6: Mm
0: -hmm.
5: So that trident, if you remember, had quite spectacular mufflers on it. It had the rayguns on it. Mm -hmm. So
4: I remember picking it up out of the middle of the street.
5: (laughs) Yes, exactly. And the (laughs) rayguns got mangled. But the point is. If I was to put one of the original Lucas batteries in it and it spewed acid all over the ray gun mufflers and destroyed them. Surely that would be a worse choice than putting a Yuasa MF battery in no, it.
0: No batteries, I agree. I mean, there you go. Batteries yeah. are good, but draw so, the line? well, we were talking about the bearings specifically. Yeah. Do you go tapered? Do you go ball bearings? Yeah. everything's consumable them. on a bike. Everything's yeah. I
6: have consumable. A, I, have a, I have a question. Emma will tell so you when you get into judging. I have been in many, many judging situations where they lift that battery cover and you'd better have a fucking clear plastic battery there with the yellow top and red fricking plastic caps in it. Right. And there are companies that have gone to a lot of trouble manufacturing replica batteries. Right. Um, for this industry, because yeah, you can chase your tail all over the place, building a perfect restoration. Right. And when You say the word concourse, everything changes.
5: Oh, it's a, it's a, it's oh, yeah. a concourse. It is a, different world oh, and I man. I have a, I have actually placed a couple of times in concourses but never with a rider never
0: Jim and do I, I don't I'm think
5: I don't think a rider could win a court concourse right. yeah
4: mm. so I'm curious then, if you took your trident and you weren't going to make it perfectly stock and you were going to say change kind of a bunch of stuff on it so it still looked like it but you changed like what kind of things would you consider changing
5: okay well that's quite easy um electronic ignition, modernize the charging system, modernize the carburation. Although AMOLs are actually great carburetors. They flow a good amount of fuel. Yeah. You, there are improvements you can make. So um, I put decent internals in the forks. I'd put decent shocks on the back and I'd probably get the t- size of the tires up just enough that you could put a slightly more modern tire on it. And you know, you'd be able to tell, you would be able okay. to tell I'd messed with it, and that but it would that be got, subtle.
6: The triumph you've got, it's got the, the tall back tire <laughs> and your tire choices suck exactly you so
5: something hat, as simple as going down from a 19 inch rear wheel sort of to an 18 inch yeah. now you've got the big yes, choice tire in the world
6: now yeah
5: right exactly yeah. and that's a that's a great that's a great upgrade for mm-hmm. tridents for rocket threes for norton commandos and besides those tall rear tires look goofy as fuck
6: I don't care every what the honda cd 750 thing. in the world had a sportster back rim on it right you know? So in
3: the world of, like, high-end judging competition with, like, resto bikes, do they take into account the culture of what you guys did back then, too? Like, let's say uh, no, no, back then? No, just like the way it looks from the factory?
5: You can like, lose a concourse with a cable tie. Yeah. yeah okay. Right. It's, it, it's, it, gets, it gets down to that.
3: So they want actual historical accuracy just in terms of how it left the factory, not like, oh, these guys back then did this, so it's – a legit mod that you could have on the bike, like and. and I built.
5: Things. I built a Boltaco Matador for um, the Jameson Museum, and it lost a concourse because the the Akron decals on the rim were yellow and they should have been lime. <laughs> mm,
2: wow!
5: Yeah, yeah. And you're talking about a decal that's a quarter of an inch across.
6: It's a good mm. thing there's no hungry people in this country.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jim, did you get yeah. your did you get your question in? You forgot it.
4: <laughs> Whoa. my question? What are you talking about?
0: No, Jim, you had yeah. been raising your hand. Did you get Did you get your question in?
4: Me? No, yeah, Jim. I got, yeah, I totally got my question. Yeah. Okay,
0: good, good, good.
4: Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't understand because Knox talking with his mouth full.
0: <laughs> no. Is it salami? Um,
4: yeah, yeah. Salami.
0: There you go. <laughs> you no, know,
5: I my my attitude on bikes has kind of changed over the years. I mean, I like nice bikes. I've never made a secret of that. <laughs> and I like building very, very high quality bikes. But I think you know, at risk of offending a lot of people, I think concourse, it's rich asshole, isn't it? It's always the yeah, rich well, asshole. <laughs> right. You know, concourse competitions, <laughs> it's it's a mugs game. It's yep. it's not <clears throat> It's not where I wanna be in motorcycling. I'm not even yeah. really sure if it's valid anymore because it no. is so far removed from the reality of what these things are, they're motorbikes that you should run them.
4: So I'm curious, yep. Emma, your Norton Commando that's at Jameson's Museum, where you the Oh, that would fail fasteners. every concourse competition you'd put I in. I know that, but so what would you enter that in? What, what would, cause it's like, it would just be like a custom or how would you enter that bike in the show?
5: Um, I think that would,
6: if there was a resto mod. Yeah. Okay. Did you know, the, you guys, there's a lot of other things like the quail. There are tons of events that have kind of taken a step away from concourse restorations. Mm-hmm. And they have decided to make it more fun. And the idea being that the motorcycle gets ridden, you know, ridden right. around. And there's a few clubs now that are doing things where part of, in order to enter the bike, Bike has to ride around like the courthouse yard or has to ride around the town square or something. And the idea, like the is dirt bag, to, yeah, to order to, in order to enter it at all to be judged, it has to first complete a small ride, you know. Well,
0: and that was uh, a yeah. part of my goal of buying this bike. I wanted to just show, hey, you can still get very affordable, yeah, you know, vintage bikes. And I chose the KZ. I, I talked about why my personal history with the KZ. Uh, and um, I did mention that, right? Did I talk about that on the yeah, last show? Yeah, how many
6: miles are on the one that you got? Twelve,
0: 12 I think. Yeah, Twelve. Yeah. But let's, let's take that KZ as an
5: example. And mm-hmm. I don't want to share too many secrets because it's going to be for the video. Yes. However, so Liza now owns a nice, nice, barn find KZ. Mm-hmm. If you were to spend 1500 bucks on it, you could pretty much – you could hold your head high at any classic motorcycle meet.
6: In a, in a category –
5: Wait, that
0: is that with the sissy with. bar on?
2: Yeah.
5: Oh, <laughs> I mean, what can I tell you?
4: No, sorry. Go ahead. This but is horrible. <laughs>
0: 1500
5: Yeah. would get you a little bit of chroming, a standard paint job, maybe a couple of OEM mufflers, right. and just – sufficient cleanup that people will be, Oh, that is a nice bike.
6: Yeah. And it's a funny thing because that bike is one of those ones. It is not the performance model. As Emma was saying, it's the stripper. Um, it's the ugly duckling. It's right. It's the way you're probably going to find a bike that isn't rake. It's a bike that isn't been over. Is, yeah,
5: exactly. It's the entry. And that's what makes it interesting. Yeah. However, yeah. to get it to, to get it from, that's a nice bike, too. Oh my God, that's maybe the best example. That's probably easily another five
6: thousand dollars. That will so be the most now, beautiful nineteen eighty Dodge Omni anyone's ever
2: seen. Right. <laughs>
6: but you see, but now you've got
5: a ten thousand dollar KZ four hundred. Exactly. Is it worth it? Yeah, to some people it might
0: be. Now, you guys want to know something interesting about this bike? Um, oh my so I have the title um, from 1983. I want to say 1983 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. is when this last owner per, uh, purchased it. So eight years old. 1983. Yes, yeah. eight years old, and that's I think when he put on um, a lot of the, the the Mac pipes and the sissy bar and stuff, you know, probably. But twelve thousand miles, and it's in it's clean like the hub, the the rims, yeah. the spokes, clean, the pipe, like everything's clean, which is really weird. I have a theory, and I I did some hunting to f- try and find the other the owner. I thought old man who died maybe right right, right. I found who I think the owner is because he has an unusual name. He's in Wisconsin wow. and he's about my age.
2: Mm, and wow. he's
0: a 6 foot 8 school teacher. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and I have I a theory
0: if he's about my age that this might have been the first bike he ever bought when he was a young lad yeah. and then it ended up in like mom's garage after that and where it I thought it you were sat- gonna it
4: was your long lost twin is he no, no. from Utah where that? No, no 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 Wisconsin
0: um, but I'm like how could somebody 6 foot 8 ride it well they couldn't which is probably why it, like I said probably bought it when he was a young man and then parked it and it sat all that time yeah. Uh, that's my theory
6: I, I'm believing that any original exhausts and things might be hanging in his garage
0: I know I kind of want to reach out to him and uh, and uh, ask him more about the story of the bike right. but yeah. hey it is a project you, don't um,
6: have you figured out who he is yeah.
0: <laughs> Emma speaking of projects how'd things yes, go at the garage today no
5: everything went quite well we had quite a busy day um, we had a few old friends come back and uh, Quiet Matt showed up. Hey, Quiet Matt. All right, yeah. Yeah, with a googly eyed scooter. And um yeah, it was a we got an a great deal done. I did an alignment on an Africa twin. Everybody's <laughs> got Africa twins these days. Um <laughs> What did we you did-,
0: did you whack it like you did with Jim?
4: Very <laughs> Mine <laughs> is very misaligned at the moment. I can tell you that.
5: Well, you've you've crunched it five times since I aligned it.
4: <laughs> oh, am I sore?
5: And we did the uh, preload adjust on a CBR 250, and oh. um, yeah, it was it was just a very very nice day. Um, cool. Like a yeah. rear shock preload. Yep. Yep. Tight, tight, tight as always. But yeah. here's the interesting thing. In every market, in every market, that bike comes with quite a comprehensive toolkit, including a spanner for the rear shock. Right. The exception is North America. Why do you think that is? Cost.
6: Lawyers.
1: They don't oh, uh,
3: they don't because they're in other countries, they're, they're inclined to put like packages on the back, right?
1: Load them up? Because in they the United States, to... they call it a wrench?
5: <laughs> you know, well, I think every, everyone's got a bit of a valid point, but I think Phil is, is the closest. Yeah. Because we, we've we become so litigious right. in this country
2: there are no. Hmm. You, it it, it there's
5: on. warning after warning. Do not touch this bike unless you are a qualified mechanic. Um. So. Um, yeah. Yeah.
6: Wow. And if you were a qualified mechanic, you'd have all your own fucking tools. So we're not going to give yeah. you anything in this tool bag that could get right. you into trouble because we don't want to hear from your lawyer when the wheel fell off. Right. But you know the
5: CBR 250, and it's it's. Um, newer sibling, the 300, is definitely a world bike and an aspirational bike. I mean, they sell it all over the world. And even in England, they come with quite a comprehensive toolkit. Um, So it seems like America's being left out. And I think you are the closest, Phil, because it's easy to go, oh, ha-ha, stupid Americans, you know, wouldn't know how to adjust a shock. But that isn't true. But what I think is true is honda are trying to be very very mindful of litigation if people start monkeying around with their bikes
6: Yeah, i don't know if you guys um, remember this but uh, you know 18 years ago when the bajaj scooters came back to america when the bajaj scooters came back you know this is a four cycle scooter it's got a four speed grip shift transmission and it was completely serviceable it was a really good quality built bike you could ride the living tar out of them and they got really good mileage but the toolkit was exceptionally good and the toolkit that came with this bike would lay even an original 70s vespa toolkit in the weeds it had a jack for propping up the back of the bike so you could change the rear tire without lying the thing on its side and wow. those jacks those jack stands they were just a semicircle on one end a shaft with a little foot on it but those things became like fucking sought after. Those were Easter eggs. And I saw guys like would go and look at crashed bajajas, open the glove box and try to find that that rear jack stand so you could change your tire without getting the bike on its side. But there were many parts in that toolkit that were really smart and made sense with the owner's manual for servicing the bike. And that was a 2002. So that was 2002, 2003. At the exact same time, the Vespa toolkit had a screwdriver that you could flip over and it would be a Phillips head or a flathead and a spark plug wrench that was the only way to get the spark plug out of the bike was with the spark plug wrench that came in the kit. Those were the two fucking tools in a Vespa toolkit. The Bajaj gave you a nice tool roll with about 14 tools in it. Yeah.
5: Nice. And funnily enough, in my toolkit at work, I've got this... um, in the in the top shelf of my toolbox, which is, like, where everything goes,
2: mm-hmm.
5: I've got this little box which originally held uh, NGK spark plugs, and it is filled with OEM spark plug wrenches. Yeah. Because if you're working on Jixas, or you're working on RF900s, mm-hmm. or you're working on mm-hmm. this, or you're working on that, oftentimes the only wrench that will go in... Yeah is the OEM one. I'll tell you a bike that was notorious for it um, was the Honda XL600 and the 650.
0: Well, I was going to say the XL350 that I had. Same. It's really deep. Well, and I have that socket here. It's
5: tight and you can't get a proper sized spark plug socket in there. You have to
6: use. Yeah. The The Honda PC800 had a spark plug wrench in it that had a built-in wobble.
0: Yes, we have that one here.
6: It's insane. You had a freaking built in wobble and it was just exactly the right amount of universal on it. Don't call it an actual universal joint. It's not. It's just like slightly bad manufacturing. (laughs) But it's the only way you can get the damn thing in the hole. I've got a, a wall full of wrenches and I've chased it around and I eventually said, fuck it. I can't get the plugs out of this goddamn thing. I'm going to have to literally go get a PC 800 toolkit to get the plugs out. And that's the only thing that works. Yeah. Wow.
0: Nice. Right.
3: It's, hey. it's a Honda uh wrench, Ton huh? Or socket. <laughs> it is
0: madness. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys want to read some emails? Love to. Um, sure. Bagel. There's one requires an accent. I emailed it to you. If you can get that ready.
2: Nice. Oh, All right. Um,
0: but I wanted there to get some of the way. Um, uh this is from our friend rowdy reimer and he says hey misfits i'm listening to your latest podcast and hear more sportster talk i don't know if you heard phil last one i said one day i think i will own a sportster they're becoming more and more attractive to me the older i love sports i think so. And he says, I agree the older Sportsters are better. One huge thing for those who wrench on their own bikes to keep in mind with Sportsters is that 2003 and earlier Sportsters have trapdoor access to the transmission. You don't have to split the case to pull the transmission out. Keep on kicking ass and uh, get better knock. Hey,
3: thanks, Roderick. Thanks, man. Appreciate that.
0: That's a huge thing right there. Um, I, You know, honestly, I'm surprised That's more bikes huge. don't have... Um, uh, a pan like the CB 750 has a pan on the bottom of it. You don't have to split the case to do what? Well, some if you drop a bolt down there, like knocked it. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, to clean it out to get the
5: junk out. Well, you know, you you should never discount being able to pull a transmission without an engine. So here's a tale of two bikes. The one bike is the R1. And the other bike is the Kawasaki ZX10. So we have a Yamaha R1, Kawasaki ZX10. Both bikes famously had transmission problems that had to be rectified under warranty. Flat rate on the R1, mm-hmm. 15.9. Fuck. 15.9. Flat rate on the Kawasaki, 2.8. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because Kawasaki pull the clutch, pull the transmission sprocket, pull the transmission out. Right. And Kawasaki gave you the individual parts. Mm-hmm. Yamaha gave you the gear clusters. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the difference. Um so yeah, being able to, you know, pull stuff with the engine in situ. I love sportsters. You know what, I if a mid 70s, 74, 75, 76 AMF sportster came up, more stock the better, I would be all over it like fleas on a dog's tail. I love those things.
0: You know what uh, turned it around for me was Art of the Motorcycle. They have that red and black sportster in there with a the little solo saddle.
5: I yeah. Thought, oh that looks is that good. that's like an early one though. That's like oh, a fifties yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, real
0: real real early. But that's always been on my mind. I'll tell you what, the um motorcycle news
5: tested a sportster in nineteen sixty two and said famously it was the fastest bike that ever tested. Hmm. Including yeah. Vincent's. Really? Right.
6: Yeah. Isn't that wild? That is. It seems improbable, but... It but. does. <laughs> However,
5: yeah. um, I have a suspicion that Harley Davidson supplied them with a very hopped up... That's what I was thinking,
2: yeah. Mm. Mm. And when
5: you see this thing, it doesn't even have lights. I mean, it's obviously a competition bike. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't trying kind of a thing, huh? Yeah.
3: Um.
0: Yeah. Uh, next email. And this one is from our friend Tom from the Throttled Podcast. So, hey, Tom, uh, hello, from. And he had some uh, some helpful information. We were talking about how uh, there isn't advanced riding classes for scooterists.
6: But you do have to keep in mind huh. that Tom does have a certain accent.
0: Oh, well, you, a uh, Georgia accent. Yeah, I mean, I can do George all day. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> come on. Oh, that's <laughs> do This is going to be one for knock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he's a MSF instructor and rides a Vespa GTs as well as a, a BMW R1200GS. Um, so yeah, we were talking last week about why aren't there advanced classes for scooterists? You'd think that there may be slightly di- there's different technique uh, riding a scooter. So, uh, so he said he's had scooter riders in his basic riding class where they brought their own scooters in the class the main difference in instruction are the mechanics for slow speed maneuvers in the absence of a clutch and having a CVT transmission much like what Mm -hmm. I went through uh, today with our training basically it's a combination of keeping some throttle up and maintaining speed control by dragging the rear brake that's really the only difference in technique and the rest of the skills are the same for more advanced scooter riding there is no course that I know of however for instruction and it would be mostly the same as with advanced motorcycle skills training on line selection, road evalu- evaluation, and yeah. body positioning. A uh, couple of differences may be to move a little forward for aggressive riding since the scooter is naturally rear weight biased. And since there is no tank to knee grip, add more upper body positioning, kiss the mirror. Other than that, grip it and rip it. Nice.
3: Nice. Yeah.
0: But you know, uh maybe that's something that needs to happen. Some uh and it's somebody like Bagel who could do advanced scooter riding.
5: Yes. If, Philippe, if darling, a... I just sent you a picture of a uh, a Lincoln Continental.
6: Oh, oh boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this is probably going to
6: get me in trouble.
1: <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> uh
0: Bagel, do you have an email yes. there to read?
1: Yes, I have an email from Jonathan Rashley. Hello, Jonathan. Jonathan Rice. Hi, guys. I recently discovered your podcast, and it's it's really helping me get through my home renovations in a freezing cold Melbourne winter. (laughs)
0: It's winter. Yeah, it's the middle of bloody (laughs)
1: winter in Melbourne. Good Lord. Anywho, picking up on the conversation last week after the Ducati mistake, I was interested (laughs) in Emma's response that an early... BMW could be a great choice for a bike and one that could be keep could just could just kept being rebuilt. Yes. This sort of bike appeals to me and I've always liked the old beamers. I'm wondering if you could point me towards the pick of these bikes and preferably that would preferably one that would be a great choice for restoration. It seems that in under it seems down under the eighties bikes are a bit cheaper, so one from that decade may suit better, but happy to hear about seventies era candidates too. I'm currently re- restoring my first bike, a 1976 Yamaha XS500C, and while it's been a learning curve, I've really enjoyed getting it running again. So I'm a bit of a newbie, but I have successfully rebuilt carbs, brakes, set valve clearances, and installed an electronic ignition, so my skills are slowly improving. Thanks so much for any advice, Midsfits. Love the show. Jonathan, Melbourne, Australia.
0: Hey, Jonathan. Nice. I, have you, Jonathan. I have some advice for
1: you, Jonathan. I have some advice for
5: you, darling. So, 80s BMWs mm-hmm. are getting a little more on the complex side. Um, the R65 LS is quite a good bike. It's like a factory cafe racer. The 45 is considered probably the worst bike in the world, so avoid the R45. However, neither of those is my suggestion. The darling of the restoration crowd is the slash 5, and that's the R75 slash 5, the R50 slash 5, the r These are the ones that everybody wants and therefore are expensive. However... If you want a very similar bike with very similar styling, if you go up to the Slash 6, Ooh. the only real difference between a Slash 5 and a Slash 6, the Slash 5 has quite a charming headlight with a speedo and attack built in. It's very traditional. The Slash 6 has a slightly more conventional camera case instrument pack, but they're great bikes. You can rebuild them over and over again. Um I would go if you're a fan of power, get an R one hundred slash six. If you don't mind puttering around, get an R fifty slash six. Which famously Elspeth Beard rode around yeah. the world.
0: And uh-huh. uh, you know, you I mean, you may not have known this, but I actually had an R eighty slash seven, I think.
5: Yeah. R eighty seven. When you get into the sevens, you're you're getting up there. Um, Six to me has all the traditional mm-hmm. BMW styling, but it's not at five money because so the fives fetch big money now. Yeah, this
3: gentleman said he was in New Zealand
5: or Australia. Australia, Australia. down there, there's plenty. Okay. Of, there's plenty of slash sixes in Australia. Yeah, okay. Australia yeah, was yeah, a massive market. Okay, you know, it it was far bigger than England. Kind of smaller than America, but there's less people in Australia than America. Yeah. But it was everything we got in the 70s, they got. And in a lot right. of ways, they got better bikes because they got a lot of Japanese home market bikes because of that proximity yep. to Japan.
3: Yeah, um, the, the XR650R was actually a street legal bike over there. So
5: the Japanese invested heavily in Australia. And in Melbourne, I was out in Melbourne in 92 or 93, and Seiko, the watch manufacturer, have, the, have this giant mall, this shopping mall in Melbourne. And if I remember right, there's this massive wristwatch, and it's probably about 50 feet across. Mm-hmm. And on the hour, the whole of the front of the w- wristwatch kind of opens up, and all these figurines come oh, out yeah. and do goofy shit. But it's amazing. Um, and it's, it's Seiko. So, um, yeah, I went off on one of my tangents. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Um, <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
0: So the slash, any of the Slash 6 series. Any of the
5: Slash 6s I think are great. Okay. Slash 5s are better still if you can find one. Right. But certainly here in America, Slash 5s, they're the glamorous ones. They're the ones that fetch the money.
0: All right, who's hitting the horn? Jim. Is that you?
1: Oh, that's the neighbors, sorry.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, <babe. laughs> I accused Jim. He's got that smarmy look on his face, like he's doing something <laughs> under the table. It must be he doesn't got, have pants yeah, on. He's wait, got that letter. You. Name, if, if, if you
4: were paying attention, I had my shit muted because I was listening to Miss a preach. Thank you. She was preaching, son. I thought that was <laughs> a, great a great response. So I'm gonna go mute again. So pick on somebody else
0: all right got one more email and this is more good information and it's once again from our friend Rowdy Reimer and this time he says on a recent podcast I heard the discussion about Buells and I would like to mention that I've had considerable success finding parts from my 98 M2 Cyclone my Buell nice. comes from a time when there was very little difference between the Buell and Sportster engines so anything engine or transmission related can be found quite easily and the parts are often brand new when I needed to replace my rocker box gaskets the brand new Sportster gasket." Skits worked fine. All the same with the oil pump drive gear. I was able to replace the rear isolators and the rubber portion of the front isolator using brand new equivalents for the older Big Twin Harleys. Because many of the parts are not Buell or Harley specific, I was able to find new brake pads, fork seals, and a fuel tap with little trouble. The key to maintaining an old Buell is often doing a little detective work. Brand new parts are out there once you know how to find them. Uh, get better knock, he says. That's that, that's good tip because you know in both these cases like um, we've done the blatant statement or at least I have um, uh, tell me if you disagree uh, I say avoid '90s BMWs just avoid like avoid <laughs> '90s BMWs
2: <laughs>
0: right because yeah. something there there the technology had come in and something's going to go wrong and it's going to cost you more than it's worth to fix it just it's unfortunate um, but we've also said things like. Uh, avoid Buells, and or maybe even like uh, what about like victories bikes that have gone out of business? Can you get parts? You should you yeah, avoid yeah. it. Can
3: we clarify that you said avoid Buells? Oh. Don't, don't let us all in this
6: fucking pit <laughs>
3: man. Well, that's why he has a
0: good good point. I mean, we say that in general, avoid a bike that's been discontinued. I mean,
6: well, we had a twenty, we had a twenty-year-old V92C, so that's a Victory V92C, yeah. but it's it's nineteen years old, two thousand and one, uh, and yeah, not
1: having a good time finding parts for that thing, right? You yeah, know? but but I'm, the I'm, the saving I'm this. Oh, sorry, bagel. Oh, just yeah. the same. The saving grace for Buell is that they share so much DNA with Harley that you know that so many parts are still available, even though Buell's been gone for years.
0: But I like the point also that, and other parts were sourced from not Harley, but from manufacturers that you can still get.
5: Mm. Well, mm. this is where I get terribly patriotic and say how oh. inferior you all are, oh. because oh. I just I just picked up a fifty-year-old Triumph right. mm. and. Every single component on that bike, every nut, bolt, screw, hose, everything is available brand new. Wow. And going back, pretty much any English bike within reason, Triumph, Norton, Royal Enfield, PSA, from the Second World War on, it is not hard to get parts for. No, and you'll the only thing get- that
6: will trip you up is tinware. Yeah, but you'll <laughs> also be able to get all of the Whitworth tools you'll ever need as all the COVID <laughs> victims. Are not. Yes,
5: oh, no. exactly, Whitworth- that's that's the problem. <laughs> all we have to do, you see, what I've what I've taken to doing now is I just. You know, I just scan the uh, deceased notices in the local paper. And <laughs> you call them up and sales? say, how many BSAs do you have in the garage, dear? And Gold she says, oh, my husband had three. three. I said, well, I'll give you 20 bucks for them. I'll take them off your hands, doing you a favor.
6: See,
2: and that's how it works.
0: Yeah, but Phil, you're the one who's told me, never buy an old Goldwing.
6: That's right. Yeah. Oh, but You'll be able to buy six of them. <laughs> yeah
0: maybe that's a trick by six you have enough by parts six, to go around
6: you'll be able to get six 2002 Goldwings in no time flat and they'll literally just be please come and get these things out of my garage so i can sell the house and you know right. and move on uh <laughs> because that seems to be where the body count is the body count seems to be on these these folks that are older and uh and that's like and that's a weird thing in the motorcycle industry because there are certain motorcycles that do tend to be ridden by folks over 65 years old and the Goldwing is one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it's funny because I often
5: get asked. Um, I'm in a couple of, because of the turbo bike, yeah. I'm in a couple of Goldwing-only clubs. And, you know, you get the new guys come in and say, oh, you know, how come you can buy these bikes so cheaply? Yeah. And they, it's one of two answers. And as you say, it's number one. It appeals to the seniors. But secondly, I can't think... Of a contemporary bike that would be as expensive to resurrect. Right. Exactly. Right. Aside from maybe a CBX.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Gold yeah. well, yeah.
5: Goldwings. If you buy a broken down old Goldwing, just getting it running mm-hmm. to any kind of standard, it's
6: massive money. Well, and this is—I don't know if you guys know this, but that—that that is a bike that we will not work on at our shop. So. Oh, no. We have an absolute no Goldwing policy, and, <laughs> and we're not kidding. I'm, I'm like I'm not fucking around. Like the reason for the no Goldwing policy is real, real clear. It's because they all come in for one problem:
0: water pump. Don't,
6: they don't know about the other sixteen <laughs> problems.
0: right. right, yeah. right.
6: Yeah, and so in order to guys. get
5: to the one problem, you have to navigate through the sixteen. That's they exactly are very, right. very, and before this turns into a we hate Goldwing
2: session.
5: <laughs> I mean, um, early Goldwings are at glorious bikes. They had eighty-six horsepower when everyone else was messing around in the sixties. Right. They actually handle quite well. They're, they're very, very pleasant bikes to be on. But to get to that point now, and the trouble is, because it tended to be older people who owned them, they do tend to get neglected a little bit. Yeah. Um, If you really want a fright, look up what Honda won for a GL1000 gas tank. Honda still lists the GL1000 gas tank as a brand new part. Yeah,
6: it's got to be astronomical.
5: Oh, it'll straighten your hair. Yeah. The last time I looked, yeah. it was $4,000. Oh, Not shot. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, Yikes. that's the last time I looked that it was still available. I mean, it's it's, another, just,
6: it's, it's, it's one of those things that if you get a generation one Valkyrie and you're like, okay, I'm gonna get a Valkyrie because that's fun or in hipper and more of a cruiser. You are missing none of that. The, the, they, all the exact same problems with vapor right. lock, well, with um, starter sprite clutches exploding, like all that stuff is exactly the same with the Gen One Valkyries, and parts are just as hard to get on these bikes that came in so many years after the Goldwings. So when somebody tells you it's like, oh, I got this, you know, this Valkyrie, it's only got you know twelve thousand miles on it, but it won't start, uh, it won't crank, and the spark, the starter just spins. Uh, it hasn't been run in 10 years. Run the fuck away. Um, that is right. not a good place for you to spend your money. Mm. Not unless you're going to bump start it.
0: So that's a good tip. Going back to Rowdy, the early Bules. don't be so scared of them because the yeah. parts you can still get. Um, I want to I wanna wrap it up. Uh, thank you, Phil, for joining us. You want to tell yeah. people how they can find you? Uh, you
6: can just go to Cleveland Moto, anything.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're
6: pretty easy to find tomorrow I'm going to be leaving in about uh, four hours uh, from now I what? have to drive to Maryland to pick up some weird little cars
0: uh, so, you're uh, weird yeah, hey, so fun. how's the uh,
3: how's the uh, crazy car selling thing going man it's something That's, you're doing
6: pretty awesome no it's it's gotten slow because of the corona because uh, yeah. again these are these are things that you drive so people <laughs> say shit to you and come up and talk to you and stuff and now people yeah. are like, I don't want you to come and talk to me about my weird fucking car yeah. So, uh, so now it's it's less likely for people to want to buy something that's a little, you know, freak show on wheels. But I did do the Hello Godzilla one with the the S Cargo with the Hello Kitty and the Godzilla. Yeah, Nice. Yeah. That thing has been the fucking crowd pleaser. It's been the most fun car I've ever owned because people <laughs> just see it and hardened assholes, like guys who are just permanently resting bitch face shit, eating dudes, they'll see this thing and they'll be like <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay adorable.
0: do you still have the hearse
6: oh yeah yeah i've got the hearse i had a guy come in the other day who wants to buy the hearse and i'm like okay well yeah come to my house and i'll bring it out and you can check it all out and, i mean i'll sell the hearse if i get my money it's now is it is that a crescida base or a crown base it's uh, my hearse is a crown base okay so, so it's, it's uh, big straight it's, six straight six rear drive yeah yeah.
2: So, it, you still, your, your next
3: market, your next market's got to be like the the uh, well-to-do goth kids in high
6: school. <laughs> you got that extra coin that with the tech money, you just sell fucking weird cars and hearse and shit. Fucking weird, like, and these are the weirdest of the weird freaking cars. And people either absolutely get it and they love it, and and they don't give a shit that it's twenty five years old and they have to work on it. Yeah. Um, they They really get it. and the other people that are just so fucked up are people like, "Oh, it's adorable and I want a daily driver. I'm like, no, 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 you stay away. I don't want your money It's you're, <laughs> your problem.
0: I just but, realized you are selling the car the the car version of the Honda unicorn.
6: Yeah, that's absolutely true. It's <laughs> exactly true. And that's what people all the time is like, well, can you bring me this bike in from Japan? Can you bring me this, you know, this Japanese motorcycle that's twenty five or thirty years old? You know, everybody wants a 400 interceptor. You know, everybody wants these bikes. And I'm like, no, I will not fucking do it. Cars are hard enough and cars don't usually fall over. Yeah, um, mm. The horrible things that can happen to a motorcycle in transit. Um, no, I'm oh, never yeah. going to fucking do it. There's just no way. And I'll stick with the cars. The cars come in, they come in great and it works, works really well. But yeah, until I can be there and Load them into a container, strap them into a container, make sure they're packaged correctly, and be there on the front end as well as on the back end. I'm not going to get involved with the bikes. Yeah, too yeah. many horror stories.
5: But um, yeah, to any of our listeners who haven't listened to Cleveland yet, I highly recommend it. I mean, you've been doing it, mm-hmm. gosh, for
6: as long as we have, Phil, I mean, yeah, have you? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea when we started. Thank you, yeah. man. Sure. But, yeah.
5: um you yeah. are one, you are definitely one of the original Moto podcasts and um, definitely worth a listen. Um, yeah. there is drinking involved.
6: Excessive um, drinking involved.
5: I think I'm pretty sure that when I was a guest on your show, as the show ended,
6: I was the only one remaining sober. Well,
0: <laughs> 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 Thank you. Jim's doing his part.
6: For this week, so for this week and the week before, we are back in the shop. So we're nice. back in the shop. We've bought longer microphone cables and we're pushing everybody back away from the table, and we've got less people showing up. So we don't have the eight person or nine person roster that right. we normally do. Right, 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 It's worked and it's funny because now that we're back in the same room together, the stupid factor's gone way back up again. <laughs> nice. Because we can have crosstalk, you know.
0: So um And also I want to remind everyone you can find more info for us at motorcyclesandmisfits.com. Remind everyone that I do still have a few of the new t-shirts left in large and extra, I might, no, I think I'm out of extra large, large. If you become a supporter on Patreon for $5 or more, I will send you a shirt and you can uh, find that at patreon slash motorcycles and misfits i'm pretty sure i made that up something like that um but i wanted as we go out i wanted to go around and have everyone tell me if you had the ability to name a new bike and you were going to choose an animal name that isn't being used what would you use oh
3: that's a tough one
0: all right. I was not expecting that one i know um. God, I'm so glad the u- u- unicorn is taken. Um, I will say, um, I would, I would, uh, do a bike called the penguin.
2: A what?
0: A penguin.
3: A penguin. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Dude, those things are harsh, man. Those winters they go through, and those long treks they do. Like they look like a cute little thing, but they are, and you see them like flying in the water. <laughs> like that's exactly so, so how i want to feel when i'm riding it'll, right? have
1: a, it'll have a front ski option <laughs> yeah i'm saying things this is gonna be a winter bike right
0: <laughs> uh, i'm gonna have the penguin all right who who else jim you got a you got a animal you want to
4: yeah i got one what you got santa cruz son vampire vampire it's, mm. okay
0: an animal
4: it's a vampire it's, bat. A, vampire. it's okay. A, okay. a bat Fire vampire bat, bat. Vamp- oh okay. National Ooh, Geographic? that is a good one an actual vampire bath. Lost Boys, Lost okay. Boys vampires. Okay. I, when you
0: said Santa, Cruz, I thought you're going to go, the banana slug. <laughs> <laughs> That's the banana slug. I say vampires. You know that that would boys? definitely.
1: Yeah, that, that would definitely be like a Pakistani market name.
0: <laughs> All right, bagel. You got a name for us?
1: Um, I was going to say um, could, I could pick out a scooter name. Sure. Um, call a scooter the the mink. The mink.
0: The there's, I don't think
1: there's any bike named that.
0: Is it gonna have no, a f- fur, covered, is but, it but fur covered seat?
1: Have a sable. This is true.
0: <laughs> All right, knock.
3: What are you, you gonna do? It would be a Motard, it would be called the Honey Badger. Honey Badger, yes, uh, yeah. Yes, yes,
4: yes. That's a good one. I like that. All
1: right, kind of
3: cheesy, but you know, what are you gonna do,
0: Emma? Yeah. What are you gonna name um, the new bike? I would
5: take the tiniest, most feeble. <laughs> tiny moped that makes the riding position of the liberty seem <laughs> almost macho yeah. and i would call it the <laughs> <laughs> Yes. all
0: right phil what's his new take,
6: bike uh, i think i would have to take the triumph 2500 motor
0: oh, okay the rocket motor yeah
6: the, the rocket call
0: it the kitten
6: and i would i i know i would i would take that and i would build it into a 100 street fighter um and i would call it the red panda <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice, nice.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: because how could
6: you not want that <laughs>
5: I want it now. I want
6: it now. It's <laughs> fucking adorable,
2: man.
0: <laughs> Good one. Well, yeah, nice. that, that was fun. I, I had fun looking those up. I had no idea there were that many motorcycles named after Animals. It is like
6: the anal game. I'm pretty sure we could go on with that for another couple hours if we tried. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Except for Emma, who we now learned just buckles under pressure.
6: Did you guys know that you could play the anal game not just with motorcycles, but also with campers when you're on a lo- long road trip? No. Yeah.
3: It's, yeah. It's, it's, it goes
6: perfectly, too, like the, ca- wow. the anal windjammer or something like There's that. There's a lot of campers <laughs> that are perfectly perfect. Perfectly named for the <laughs> anal game. Yeah. I,
0: thought, I thought you
5: were talking about <laughs> British carburetors, darling.
0: My, my hair. <laughs> oh is so bad. no, no, Emma. Do you are you familiar <laughs> with the anal game? We got no. a pause. What's the okay, anal game? Okay, go ahead and ph- Phil explain it.
6: You take the name of any motorcycle and you put the word "anal" in front of it. So a Suzuki would be an anal intruder. Right. And so, <laughs> and then you would, of course, have like the anal hornet and you could have the anal interceptor, and it just goes <laughs> the, on forever. The but when anal you, bandit. The anal bandit. Yeah. And when you, when you start doing uh, travel trailers and campers, it really is funny <laughs> because then you just can't stop seeing it. So you're going down the road, and you see the name of the, you know, you know the, the feather-like commander, and you're like, Oh, it's the <laughs> anal featherlight commander. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The one that we had it's, today. It's instead of the Hemingway. Huh? Which one? The anal Thor outlaw. So right.
4: <laughs> when you've got, well, we have, you have to fall. be we have to be careful because me and Liza are going to be trapped in a travel trailer for like <laughs> two weeks. I don't want too much talk about anal nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you to, to get some. You're going to have to get some letters and put them up there when you're traveling. Yes, you are.
4: Yeah, so nice. dancing means a whole new thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! Well, thank you everyone for making it this far. And if you haven't yet, yeah. as we mentioned earlier, go check out uh, on YouTube Recycle Santa Cruz, and you'll find all of our new videos and our old videos and. Uh, a little bit in between we also put our youtube uh, sorry our zoom there so if you want to see what's happening when we're doing these calls and, um, <laughs> if if i could
5: add how um, how impressed i am with phil because this is a first for you isn't it phil actually closing a podcast sober
6: <laughs> yes i am because, again <laughs> I'll, I'll be on the road in four hours so i decided forward. Yeah. So
5: this is what saying goodnight to everybody sounds like when you haven't got a lot of beer. Never heard
6: it. There. Never yes, <laughs> it. <know.
0: laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's take this one out. Thanks everyone for listening. This is
4: Eliza.
6: Evan darling. This is not
4: bagel. Anki Phil. Thank you, son
0: And we are out of here.
4: Right fast teaching. Oh.
2: Ohio <laughs> Rocks! <laughs> cool, cool.